Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversation with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Boom. If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic, a sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. In the air everywhere welcome in here we go it is the fifth hour podcast which means the weekend is upon us i am ben hi and you likely already know what this podcast is about now my man danny g is on assignment hard at work doing stuff with the covino and rich show so he will return to the saturday podcast he'll be back tomorrow but we wanted to get the weekend started you just have to settle for me yeah, Danny G here. I'm still producing this bad boy. It's it's just me. <clears throat> this is the second day of February, and a thing that has become a bit of a tradition here of late on the podcast is to see what dopey holiday it is today. Today is not a dopey holiday day today. Uh, we mentioned this on the overnight show. February 2nd, a massive day for you if you live in a city that actually gets winter because today you probably already know now it is groundhog day today now i reference groundhog day quite a bit part of the reason i loved the movie named groundhog day with bill murray back in the day it's a classic and has stood the test of time in my opinion but it's a day where punxatani phil is the star Right? And there's actually a couple of different Groundhog Day celebrations, but the one that is the most famous is Gobbler's Knob in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania, 
and uh, you're, you're waiting for the rodent. The rodent is the star of the show. It's the only time, other than like Mickey Mouse, which is like a cartoon thing, this is a real rodent. A groundhog is a legitimate rodent. And this tradition actually started back in the 1700s. And it was started by by German immigrants, the settlers in uh, in Pennsylvania. I don't know. Were you called immigrants in the 1700s before before the you know everything was settled? Probably not. You were just like traveling. But anyway, the German settlers will call them racist. Uh, they, they visited Pennsylvania and they put up residency there. And in the 1700s, over 300 years ago, uh, they brought this superstition from Germany with them and. The legend is that if Punxsutawney Phil sees his shadow, the winter chill will continue. Ooh. Uh, this is a good day to watch Groundhog Day. I might have to dust off. I don't know what streaming service Groundhog Day is on. I'm not sure. Uh, but I'll have to track it down and watch it. A yearly rite of passage on this day. Groundhog Day. Gobbler's Knob. What a town. What a town. Uh, just absolutely wonderful. I, I believe, though, that Groundhog Day was filmed in Chicago, a lot of it. Uh, I read that uh, years ago. Uh, what else? We got National Bubblegum Day today. It's a big day there. And the urban legend, if you swallow a piece of bubblegum, it will stay in your stomach for, what, eight years or something like that? I remember when I was a kid, my... My family would scare me because I used to chew a lot of bubble gum. But when I was a kid, the big thing was, well, first of all, it was like Toys R Us fruit stripe gum, which I believe just went out of business within the last couple months. But then we also had this big league chew. And as I remember it, as a kid playing Little League, I, I grew up in an era where baseball players would take softball-sized gobs of chewing tobacco and their entire cheek – would be blown up like a cartoon with this nasty, repulsive chew. And, of course, being an impressionable child, I wanted to be just like them. Not that I did chewing tobacco, but I the next best, next best thing, I had Big League Chew, which came in a pouch just like the chewing tobacco, and I was able to get the whole pack and chew it, and it, I recreated, recreated that. Now, I am not a bubblegum guy these days. I do not do bubblegum. I have not had a stick of bubble gum in, I would say, at least 10 years. At least 10 years, probably longer than that. I don't think I'm exaggerating that. I believe it's about 10 years, give or take. Uh, but it is National Bubblegum Day, so, uh, day today. So enjoy chewing that rubber. Have a great day. Uh, Dick and Dayton will like this one. It's National Ukulele Day. Loser. Whoopty damn do. And Marcel, this, I thought of Marcel when I saw this, and I was I was going through the calendar. I said, "This is this is a day for Marcel. It is National Tater Tot Day today." You killed it with a knife. As you you probably know from listening to the overnight show, one of the many ridiculous drops we have from our friend Marcel is tater tots. Uh, the way he said tater tots, outstanding. Don't worry. It's Tots. Marvelous uh, drop from our friend Marcel. But anyway, now we get to the main event. And uh, no dilly-dallying, no wasting time, uh, none of that stuff. Uh, it is the Friday pod here, the 2nd of February, Groundhog Day. And normally on Friday for the past 
20 weeks, we have provided you with shameless pouring of a certain television show. However, this weekend, different than all other weekends that we've had over the last several months, because all was quiet on the Western Front this week, I did not make my weekly sojourn to Universal Studios. I did not walk through the bowels of the NBC News Bureau to go to our studio in order to record the show. You see, there was no NFL game this weekend, and it's pretty hard to do a TV show picking NFL games if there are no NFL games, with a wink and a nod to that Fugazi Pro Bowl, which I believe is unwatchable. The Pro Bowl games, not for me, maybe for you. Uh, So the TV show was dark this week after 20 consecutive weeks In sun, rain, and whatever other weather popped up, no new episode this weekend. Yeah, you got Bupkis. And I'm not sure whether NBC is going to put a test pattern up or not in our time slot. It might get better ratings. I'm kidding. Uh, But do not fear. Benny versus the Penny will return to local regional cable television for one final shining moment as our final of the season the finale episode. You always remember the last episode, right? The, the, the most famous last episode of all time in television and the highest rated television show, I believe ever still, is MASH. Uh, when I was a kid, MASH was on. My parents liked it. I watched more reruns than the original show, but it was fine. You know, was, at that time, that was quality entertainment, but was, everyone was watching that. Like, most ratings of all time when that show went off the air. And then, Uh, In addition to that, you would say the most ridiculous ending would be Seinfeld back in the 90s when their final episode was a very bizarre, odd ending. And The Sopranos had a weird, weird ending uh, to that. But this will be our Super Bowl 58 extravaganza. Now, we were able to pull off last week a TV show with only two games. Now, this coming week, next week, we'll have just one game. But I'm not going to lie to you. As a creature of habit, uh, it, it was an occasion. I do lie to you, but not now. A creature of habit. It was a little odd. It was a little odd. Not doing the normal preparation for the various uh, things I need to do during the week. I was wandering aimlessly across the side of the road, looking for something to help kill the time. You see, I have become programmed like a robot to handicap NFL games every week. I've been doing this a long time and really got into it this year. I waited till the playoffs to take it to the next level. Playoffs? And so it threw off, this week threw off my biorhythms, if that's even a thing. I don't know. But on a positive note, I did go 2-0 last weekend against the spread. So my playoff record is a chef's kiss. I got a little more sleep this week, so I'm told that is good for my health. Who knows? I believe no matter how much sleep you get, you're still going to drop dead. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also had a a few spicy text message exchanges with my TV partner, Tom Looney. I reminded him he looked like a total jackass on uh, national television with the outfit he wore last week. If you happen to watch last week's episode of Benny versus the Penny, you likely know what I'm talking about. If you missed it, though, Looney went full Lamar Jackson, brown noser, fanboy. Uh, and he he had the Ravens colored jacket, which looked like it was from the 1990s. He had that going on, a purple jacket. Right? Look, you can tell it's an old jacket. It was in the back of Looney's closet for a long time. He had a black shirt. So he was wearing the Ravens colors. And he was waxing poetic, singing the praises of Lamar Jackson and just going on and on and on and on and on. And then they had to play the game. And Lamar said, thank you very much. I am now going to puke all over my uniform, all over my uniform. And despite a defense for Baltimore that shut out Kansas City in the second half, there was no roar from Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. In fact, the signature moment for Lamar and I, I thought of Looney, I laughed when I when I saw this. Lamar Jackson, the chess master during the regular season, who's playing checkers in the playoffs. Lamar goes out there, and, and the Ravens are trying to come back in the second half. They're driving the ball down the field, and he threw the ball into triple coverage. Triple coverage against Kansas City. A bold strategy, Cotton. And it did not work out. Did not work out. So now we have the upcoming week, Super Bowl 58 next week, the Chiefs. The Chiefs in the Super Bowl were 60 minutes away from all Taylor Swift all the time. Well, it, it, it is actually going to be all Taylor Swift. I stand corrected. All Taylor Swift all the time this week. And then if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, oh, man, all bets are off. All bets are off should the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. Let's point that out. But we'll have another episode next week, so... Uh, thank you for supporting that TV show all year. It has been a dream of mine to have the TV show. I th- didn't think it was going to happen. I, I was a contributor at NBC years ago, and 
it's it's been awesome. Uh, it's it's been an amazing experience to have a team of people that work with you, work hard, that uh, want you to look good, and and put the effort in and the energy. And th- this is something I've wanted my entire career to have, you know, that kind of support system. And it's been great to have that at, at the people at NBC have just been just absolutely wonderful. And uh, hopefully that shows in the product. But we got one more. We got one more episode, and we'll we'll see what happens with that. Time now for the phrase of the week that's right not the word of the week no 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 not the metaphor of the week the phrase of the week on the fifth hour podcast so uh if you uh, listen at all and you're obviously listening now so you do listen some uh, you know that i love words i'm not the most educated chap in the world uh, i was a bad student uh, I was, uh, did not do that well in school, but I like to pride myself on self-education that every single day I try to learn a little something and put it in the back of my head, put it in my toolbox so I can I can use that at some point. And maybe I'll never use it, but I like to do that. And a uh, guy early in my radio career, a guy told me, he says, you know, a talk show host is not someone that digs a giant hole. They don't go deep down in any topic, but they have to know a lot at the surface of just about everything. A good talk show host knows a little something about everything, but not too much about anything because you're talking about random different topics. And so I've always taken that to light and tried to pick some things up. Now, this week, the phrase of the week is by request, by request. I actually do read your email. I'm bad about it, but I do. Certainly for this podcast, uh, I have to do it. And, you know, it's an invasion of my privacy to have to read the email, but I do. Uh, No, it's fine. But this one comes from listener Gary, a dedicated minion to the Overnight Show. And he said, why don't you, you look up the term safe harbor? Now, this came up in conversation earlier in the week. As a listener said something you can't say. I think it was Angry Bill. But it could have been a number of people that say things you're not supposed to say. But it came up in conversation. We pointed out that uh, we are floating in the overnight through the safe harbor. That I am the captain of the SS safe harbor. So Gary wrote in. He's like, hey, you know, you and Jason Smith are on at night. Why don't you let me know more about safe harbor? I'm paraphrasing. Uh, so I said, you know what? That's a good idea. I don't really know much. I know the term because I have to do training every year for the show uh, to be able to broadcast. I'm required to do a certain amount of red tape training, which is I actually did it during the show. <laughs> I wasn't kidding. People thought I was kidding. I was not kidding. I got an email. Hey, you're, 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 full of, you're full of crap. You didn't do it during the I did. No, I had. I literally was doing it while I was doing the show because one of those things is like, uh, the way I would go through the, I don't want to get too specific here, let you know how we make the hot dogs, but what the hell, it's the podcast. If you're listening to this, you're like the 1% of the 1%, right? You're the super fan. God bless you. So the way the training goes, the closest I would say it is to is if you've ever gotten a speeding ticket and you have to go online and take one of those courses online, it's a lot of clicking and waiting for videos to play and to scroll through things it's all timed out, so you just have to click the next one. You know, here's a here's a vignette about so and so, and five minutes, click the button, move on to the next one. So it's that kind of thing. And I already know what I need to know, right? Everything's I've done this a long time, and 
It's not my first rodeo. I've, I've been here. I, I know how to, to do it. And I know what you need to do and what you don't need to do and all that stuff. So I, I've, I'm well-versed in FCC rules and they don't change the rules very often. So I'm good. So the term safe harbor, get to the point, please. Well, believe it or not, listener Gary and you listening as well. We can thank dead comedian George Carlin, former sports talk radio caller in Los Angeles, George from Venice. He used to call. Uh, he was a big sports radio listener in Los Angeles. New York had Jerry Seinfeld. We had George from Venice. And he didn't say he was George Carlin. He would just call up as George from Venice and want to talk ball and talk sports. Uh, he became friends with a guy that I worked with a long time, Lee Klein, uh, likely a lot. Actually, they, they went to lunch and they hung out and George invited him to his comedy shows and all that. It was pretty cool. It's pretty cool. But we can thank George Carlin for the term safe harbor. You see, the term safe harbor, it refers, if you're not familiar with it, the lingo of broadcasting, it refers to the hours during which broadcasters can can legally transmit material deemed indecent for children. The term safe harbor legally means from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. So from 10 o'clock at night to 6 a.m., that was established, believe it or not, by the United States Supreme Court, not even the FCC, the United States Supreme Court, which validated a case. It was the FCC versus Pacifica, Pacifica a Broadcast Company. It goes all the way back in the hot tub time machine to 1973, October 30th, just before Halloween, 1973. Radio station WBAI in New York City, FM radio, New York City. They aired a broadcast, we are told, that included a segment which featured the George Carlin comedy routine, Filthy Words, the seven things you can't say on radio. It's one of the iconic bits in comedy, right? It's just absolutely wonderful. Uh, and I, and I love it. I, I love it. And it's, it's, there's actually more now uh, than, than then, but, but Carlin's comedy bit was gold and, you know, seven, I'll, I'll say it now and, and maybe, maybe Danny in, in the editing can, can bleep this, but the, the seven curse words that George Carlin listed in that comedy bit, seven words you can never say on television were shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. And he he, uh, he did that bit. It was hilarious. It was absolutely hilarious. It was wonderful. And uh, but it got played on WBAI in New York, and the wrong person was listening. Right? It was part of the program, and uh, you know, Carlin did his bit about the attitudes towards language. And a couple of weeks later, this guy named John Douglas, you don't know who that is, and nor should you know who that is, but he was a member of something called the Morality in Media Group. Sounds like a fun fun group of people. Uh, so he had stated in a formal complaint to the Federal Communications Commission that he happened to be listening, he happened to be listening while he was driving with his 15-year-old son as they played the Carlin bit. I'm sure the kid never said any of those words, right? Never, ever never would have used any of those words. Now, this guy, Douglas, also stated that the material was inappropriate for that time of day. The The broadcast happened at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Prime time, right? 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Now, in response, the uh, Pacifica broadcast group 
which owned WBAI in New York, they received a letter of reprimand from the Federal Communications Commission. And they were censured for violating broadcast regulations. They were prohibited from airing indecent material. Okay, fine. So this led all the way to a Supreme Court battle because Pacifica Broadcasting said, that's bullshit. Uh, What are you doing? It's ridiculous. This is a long-ass time ago, right? We're going back 50 years, 50-plus years. So they went to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court upheld the FCC's ruling. This happened in 1978. So the original broadcast was in 1973. This thing lasted five years to 1978, and it was by one vote, a five-to-four ruling. So if it had gone the other way, if that ninth person had gone the other way, we would have had a much different outcome. But the, the, the ruling was that the routine was indecent but not obscene. You know, I think he's up there now smiling down at us. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So the court, the Supreme Court, said that the FCC had the authority to prohibit such broadcast of the George Carlin comedy bit during hours which children were likely to be among the audience. And so that opened up Pandora's box for the Federal Communications Commission, gave them an iron fist to determine what constituted indecency in different contexts. Right? And it's like that old line from the uh, the FCC uh, or the Supreme Court Justice uh, from, from back, I'm trying to remember the, it involved, I think, 
I think it was involving, uh, it was in porn, I believe it was. And uh, it, it was, what was it? It was, I'm trying to think of the exact, the exact term. Uh, but it was something like, uh, you know it when you see it. It was, it was that kind of thing uh, regarding uh, pornography. Right. It was. Oh, no, it was, it was upset. It here it is. It's uh, uh, I know it when I see it. Regarding obscene material. So I know it when I see it, which is that that's like NFL officials. I kind of know it when I see it. It's subjective, uh, not objective. Uh, so there's a there's a difference there. Anyway, so uh, that was the the origin of it. The court uh, saying that you uh, you could not uh, do such things during the day. So they cooked up the term safe harbor, and that is when kids are not likely to be in front of televisions or radios. Let the record show. When I was growing up, I rarely went to bed before midnight. I was, even as a child, a night owl, and that's just how I operated, and uh, that's the way uh, that it be or is or uh, whatever. All right, meanwhile, we have a little time left, and uh, let's go into the kitchen for some foodie fun. Woohoo! Foodie fun. Uh, that's right. Yummy. Jeez. All right, so these are stories about the food world, and we'll, we don't have much time. We'll do a few of them. We'll do a few of them. There's a few things that stood out here. Some new items that caught my attention. Uh, this is not a new item. I actually kind of like this. So... Starbucks is allowing you, I don't know if this is at all locations or not, and I don't drink coffee, so you're probably saying, why, why the hell do you care about Starbucks? Well, m- my wife loves coffee. She loves going to Starbucks, and when she goes, she'll get me one of those fruit drinks, one of those fruity drinks, like a lemonade tea type thing, uh, and, and I like that. It's pretty good. Get extra sugar in there. It's really bad for you, and I don't do it very often. Anyway, Starbucks uh, says you can now bring your own cup to Starbucks for drive through and mobile orders. That's right. They are accepting clean personal cups when you order in cafe or at the drive through through their uh, their app. And so they're claiming that this is a way to save on waste and increase reusable products. Uh, and and so that that's what that's what they're saying. But it's a way to save money. Let's be honest here. They save money. They don't have to spend as much money on cups. That's expensive. And I I like this not for the environmental part of it, but I like it from the standpoint. I can bring a bigger cup. I can get a bigger drink than the Starbucks cup. I can get a massive. I'll get one of those giant super big gulp cups from back in the day. And and I'll do it. So this supposedly was tested during the uh, the Colorado uh, or in Colorado. And before COVID, you used to be able to bring your own cup in and they would wash your cup and, and make the drink in it. They discontinued that during the pandemic. And, and then they uh, they brought that back, but made it contactless. Uh, but now they're. They're going all in, so uh, so I like that. I dig that. I uh, I think that's great. And uh, bring your own. Why not? What the hell? Uh, knock yourself out. Uh, some new items. Uh, Burger King. Can't remember the last time I ate a Burger King, but if you're a Burger King person, what is it? The Kelsey brothers. Their favorite food is Burger King. I think I read that a couple years ago. Burger King going to launch a new candied bacon whopper. 
available for a limited time. It starts next week. It starts next week. Candied Bacon Whopper. Uh, They've also unveiled a new fiery big fish sandwich at Burger King. That starts February 14th. Uh, I'm good on that. I don't need the candied bacon Whopper and uh, the big fish sandwich. Uh, No. I eat fish once a year, normally at an oceanside restaurant, beer-battered fish fish sticks with tartar sauce, and that's I'm good. I'm good for the year. I eat it once. Might go over to Huntington Beach here or something like that. There's a great restaurant right on the beach over there. I might do that. But uh, that's about it. Now, this is an item that caught my attention from McDonald's. Uh, McDonald's is really shaking it up, man. They, McDonald's was like the the old, old, old blue blood that would never change. But they really tried to change their stuff. They've got the double Big Mac now. They've added some new items. And McDonald's is set to launch the, quote, spiciest burger to date. Their first ever UK food collab. Collaboration. McDonald's UK is launching a food collab with Red's Frank uh, Red's uh, Frank's Red Hot Sauce. If I could speak, that would help. Uh, what? Uh, it's called the McSpicy, and they're they're gonna put that red uh, that Frank's Red Hot Sauce all over that. That's that's gonna be the move. So uh, good for them. Uh, a few. I think that's. I think we're good. All right, we good. Everyone's shaking their head. Yes, we're good. So I am done for the rest of the day. I did the overnight show last night, and I'm done today. No TV show to whore myself out to this weekend. So uh, I'm going to have a big announcement on tomorrow's pod that if you're a, a fan of the show, and something that has eh, been in the works for a while, but I'm ready to make the formal announcement, and I will do that on the Saturday podcast. That's what we call a tease. Have a great day. Danny will be back with me tomorrow, my man Danny G. So we'll, uh, we'll shoot the you-know-what with him. We'll have a grand old time. This podcast not regulated by the FCC, so we do not have to worry about our language. Thank goodness, because I just said earlier all of George Carlin's seven bad words. Nonetheless, uh, have a great Groundhog Day, and uh, we will catch you next time, which will be tomorrow, by the way. Tomorrow, right here. Same Ben station, same Ben time. You make your own schedule. Listen on demand. Whenever you want, however you want, to the fifth hour, and we'll catch you next time. And as Danny would say, later, skater. Got a murder, got to go. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first listen. listen. 
this season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 